when it comes to marriage, we know all of the thou shall nots. <laughs> we know all the thou shall not. But when you come together to do life with somebody, like life is so expansive. So it's like, you got to figure out like, what shall we do? You know, like, what shall we do together? <laughs> Welcome to my spiritual friends from Worthy Well podcast that's here to affirm and inspire you on your spiritual journey. I'm your host, Shelby Renee Giles. Grab some tea and settle in as I dive deep into the stories behind the spiritual awakenings and numinous experiences of people from all walks of life and how those experiences changed how they see and care for themselves and the world around them. We're here to normalize your spiritual experiences in the physical realm, one story at a time. Come out of your spiritual closet with us. Hey y'all, thanks for joining me for another episode. I hope you've been journeying well. In this episode, I am so excited to be in conversation with Amzai and Sharice Jackson, Two beautiful human beings who take me back to my Richmond roots. So let me tell you about each of them before we dive into the episode. So let's start with Cherise. So as Cherise travels her own self-love journey, it's her goal to help introduce others to their unique journey. And one of Cherise's guiding wisdoms is this. When I look at you, I see me, and because I love me, I love you. Love is her purpose, and her goals are to embody love, be love, and spread love. Love is her lifestyle. And Cherise shares that there aren't many things she knows for sure, but she does know that in order to fully love ourselves, we must first know and accept ourselves. It is a journey dedicated to unbecoming so that we may truly become, giving ourselves permission to show up in this world without regard to other people's opinions, perceptions, or expectations. Amen to that. And as she commits to guiding those who trust her, she is committed to being a lifetime learner. While currently teaching courses at a local college and serving as a trained relationship coach, she continues to make time to study both spirituality and love. Now, on to Amzai. So Amzai is a music creator, a student of sound, frequencies, and vibrations. He is a multi-instrumentalist, producer, composer for TV and film, recording engineer, programmer, vinyl junkie, and a guy who loves to create. Music is his passion, and he believes that it is powerful enough to impact the world. As a student of the uses of sound, frequencies, and vibrations as a healing modality, he strives to produce music that will create positive vibrational shifts in his listeners. With a background in live video streaming, and a passion for music, Amzai started his production company, Untitled Music and Media, LLC, in 2007, providing music production and performance services and live video streaming consulting and production. Originally separating the music and media sides of the business, he is now combining the two in a new digital service called Forte Music Video Platform, or Forte MVP. And this launches in the fall of 2022. So look out for that. All right, y'all, we are digging into all the things in this episode. We are talking about spiritual partnership. We are talking about each of their individual journeys. There is so much goodness in this conversation, and I am excited for you all to experience it. So let's dive in. Hello. Oh my gosh. 
I am so excited to have you both in this conversation today. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for joining. This is going to be so great. I'm excited. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having us. Of course, of course. So you all are just part of my like Richmond roots, you know, like <laughs> going way, way, way back. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And as our listeners know, um, I always like to start with how I meet my guests. And so Sharice, you and I obviously went to great school together, both um, Manchester Middle School, Manchester High School. <laughs> so talking just way back. And then Amzai, you and I met um, shortly after I'd graduated from JMU and I was back in Richmond and I was wanting to create some music and Mm -hmm. you were just this incredible producer and just produced (laughs) these amazing songs for me. Maybe I'll let people hear them again one day. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. And then this beautiful thing happened where I realized that the two of you were like, together and getting married (laughs) yes and I and I knew you separately and I was just like oh my gosh like this is beautiful and I got to I had the pleasure of singing at your wedding which which was so special you know which was so so special thank you for having me like be a part of that you know beautiful experience so Yes. So yes, we go way back. (laughs) We go way back. We do. Yes, we do. So yeah. But thank you both again for, you know, being a part of this vision that is, you know, continuing to, I guess, blossom, you know, into the world. And I'm so glad that I get to talk with you both because I've just, you know, kind of been a fly on the wall, like witnessing what you all have been sharing, you know, both uh, individually and, you know, as partners in this very conscious partnership. And so I'm really excited to both talk about your individual journeys as well as, you know, your partnership as well and how that comes up through a spiritual lens. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, let's dig into it and yeah. let's start with you, Sharice. Okay. I would love to hear, yes, I would love to hear a little bit about just your spiritual journey and starting with what spirituality looked like for you when you were growing up, when you were younger. Yeah. So um, growing up, I definitely had roots in the church. So uh, Mm -hmm. Christianity, Um, you know, when I think about the word spirituality, I don't know that I even necessarily would have equated church at that time to a spiritual journey (laughs) only because Mm -hmm. I didn't know to, you know, for me, um, church was more so religion and it was regimen. Um, it was habit, Mm -hmm. uh, not necessarily a place where I considered myself growing spiritually or that I even knew that I should be mm-hmm. having that mm-hmm. consideration. Mm-hmm. So it definitely, um, definitely my roots were in the church. And then of course, as I began to mature <laughs> a little, I started to look at, you know, what things I had to, I, I was forced to look at what spirituality um, meant to me. Hmm. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that, and it's so interesting. It, it sounds very similar to my, you know, journey early on. And I think um, something you said about not knowing that you were to, you know, grow spiritually in that environment. Sometimes I know for me, I got caught up in the the regimen of it all, like making sure we were on time, you know, for the usher event and (laughs) making sure we were at, you know, vacation by like just 
all of the things, you know, making sure we were there on the fourth Sunday to get our, you know, offering and all the things. So it was very much regimented, you know, for me as well. So I very much connect with that. And, and for you, where did you notice the shift in, in things expanding for you around spirituality? Was there a particular thing that happened for you or did it kind of gradually just start to expand for you as you got older? So I think it did. I love this question because I actually do think that it gradually started to happen, but there was definitely a trigger and a turning point. And for me, Mm. that trigger and major turning point was when I had, when I started having children. So Mm. after I had my daughter, who was my oldest child, like all of a sudden, like I knew what I knew love to mean totally changed. Mm. And so there were and still are a lot of things that I am so unsure about. But one thing that I felt like I was certain about and I still feel like I'm certain about it is that God is love. And so when I started mm-hmm. to redefine what love meant to me, then I had no choice but to redefine what God meant to me. And so, yeah, that was definitely the trigger, the turning mm-hmm. point, the pivot. Wow. Yeah, that's a significant turning point. And, yeah. and for such good reason. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. And so... Now that you are in this space, you know, and have been, you know, for quite some time operating with that new context um, in your life around love, around God, how has it changed how you, you know, care for yourself and, you know, for your family, all of it? Oh, my gosh. Oh, it's ever changing. Um, Mm -hmm. It's ever changing because I'm ever changing and I'm still learning and, you know, always will be learning. But I will say, as it relates to myself and caring for myself, um, growing up in that regimen and to nobody's fault, it's just, that's, you know, that's what they knew and that's what I knew and that's what I followed. But growing up, I feel like um, what I took away was I learned how to make other people happy. I learned how to do all the things. So I learned how to be on time so that I wouldn't get yelled at or, you know, I learned how to show up and look the part (laughs) um, so Mm. that I could belong. Um, And so I learned how to please everybody else, but I never really learned or practiced pleasing myself. And Mm. so now I'm learning And being okay with the fact that I can please me and it's okay. And actually the God in me is pleased when I'm pleased too. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, I'm killing two birds with one stone here. (laughs) It's like I'm pleasing me and I'm pleasing God. And, you know, and I never really put the two together. Like I never knew that I could take care of me and that would also... Mm -hmm please the God in me. And so now, you know, caring for myself, it looks a lot different. I feel a lot less guilty (laughs) when I do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's everything. Caring for others. I felt like I was taught to do a great job at doing that, you know? And so Mm -hmm. now I have to, you know, I'm really focusing on establishing and adhering to the boundaries and parameters I set (laughs) to make sure Mm -hmm. that all the good things that I want for everybody else that I also am willing to willing to want them for myself (laughs) and giving myself permission to want them for me, um, but still wanting them for um, other people, but Mm -hmm. knowing that I have to be whole in order to give anybody else the best of me. So, yeah. 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 That's so beautiful. I love, I love, love, love the way you articulated that. And, and it 
obviously, you know, connects to a lot of the work you've been doing to help others, you know, see that as well. Can you talk a little bit about that and um, love is? Oh, sure. <laughs> um, so on a daily basis, um, I founded a business called Love Is. And the primary goal really is to help other people uh follow their love journeys back to themselves, really, mm-hmm. you know, love of mm-hmm. God, love of self and love of others. But what the most pressing thing for many people is that um, love of self mm-hmm. um, and understanding that it is okay. So it's more so, you know, us, I feel like us being able to, and all of us to include myself, because I'm always a work in progress, but just us being able to give ourselves the permission and the grace and the freedom to explore like what, what love even means and what life even means, because none of us have Mm -hmm. ever done this before, you know, that we remember anyway. (laughs) So it's like, just, um, just really giving people space to come and be exactly as they are with no expectation or anticipation that they need to change unless Mm -hmm. they feel the need to. Mm -hmm. Um, But just get, you know, helping people find that space of safety and liberty. Yeah. And knowing that that space actually lives on the inside of us. Yes. I love that so much. I know that I've benefited from what you share, you know, especially on Instagram. And I know that so many people are just you know, expanding from, from all of that. So I'm so glad that you're doing that and in this work and, thank you. and yeah, it's been beautiful to watch. Yeah. Thank you. Of course, of course. Yes. So let's get into your journey a bit, Amzai. Um, You've heard all the questions. I'm going to literally ask you the same thing, (laughs) but yeah. So, so what did spirituality look like for you growing up? You know, um, very similar, just growing up in church, mm-hmm. my mother being a pastor, um, my father being, you know, very mm-hmm. involved in, in ministry as well. And um, that's where my music journey started, too. So mm-hmm. being a church musician, um, being a drummer, playing, you know, for the choirs and stuff like that. So it it became mm-hmm. um, that was part of my regimen, you know, to be, you know, there for services, for practices and not really taking in as much of the the messages as I probably uh, should have, you know, uh, doing the sermon. I'm, I'm checking out a little bit, you know, we going downstairs and kind of hanging out or whatever. But but I was I was mm-hmm. around it all the time, especially, like I said, my mom being a pastor. So, you know, I was just around it, mm-hmm. um, just around church. And but similarly mm-hmm. to you know what Cherie said, I didn't really understand what spirituality was. You know, I knew what going to church was. I knew what that meant. Mm-hmm. I knew I was very good at understanding the Bible stories, you know, from a, um, you know, just the story itself, not deep mm-hmm. meanings and, you know, metaphors and, you know, all those types of things. But I knew the yeah. stories, and, you know, so I just knew what church was. That's what church was to me growing up. Just again, that regiment mm-hmm. musically, you know, that's what it was. You know, I, I didn't understand what spirituality or even what a, a relationship with God was to me. It, it was just mm-hmm. going to church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And again, yeah, I can totally relate to that. Mm-hmm. And so when did things kind of expand for you? Like when did you start to, you know, realize this deeper relationship with mm-hmm. God and that spirituality was a part of your life? When did that happen for you? Yeah, for me, you know, it definitely happened when I was in my, you know, probably late 20s. Mm-hmm. Being a musician, you know, just always being there. I'm there every week to play. Um, but, you know, getting more involved in other ministries, you know, um, 
But then also when when I did have children and not trying to take her um, her answer, it definitely changes you and it just makes you mm-hmm. change your mindset, um, mature, you know, you, you have to be more mature, you know, to be a parent. So it made me just mm-hmm. want to focus more on developing a relationship with God, you know, and trying to understand what that meant. Mm-hmm. So, you know, of course, still in church, still um, just paying more attention, you know, and and, and trying yeah. to understand the scriptures and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it was cool. You know, I grew, I could tell, I could see growth and everything mm-hmm. and trying to do, trying to create a relationship with God. But it was like deep down inside, like I, I felt like I wanted to understand more, you know, not that mm-hmm. I was taught anything wrong. You know, I feel like I was, I think a, a teacher can only teach you mm-hmm. what they know and their interpretation of things, Yeah, which is fine. You know, that that's great for growth and, and things of that nature. But personally, I felt like I wanted to understand on a deeper level, maybe even like a metaphysical level. And um, mm-hmm. so that was a, a first turning point. But I think what really sparked things um, Sharice was was raving about this book that she had read and she would be reading it at the house and stuff. You know, I'll see tears coming in her eyes. I'm like, what kind of, like, what are you reading? This oh, is those like, are the best. You know, I'm like, what kind of, what is going, she was like, you've got to read it. You've got to read it. And, you know, she finally finished the book and um, mm-hmm. the book was, it was The Shack. And, um, oh. Oh, this came up in another conversation recently. That oh, really? Really? So, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. love that. Yeah. I read that. And it's so funny because as I was reading it, like she would, I felt like she would watch me read, you know, <laughs> to just see my reaction and everything. And like, she's like, after I love that. Chapter, we've read, we've got to, you know. So oh. I, I love the book and, and I definitely can relate to her, you know, her um, emotions and and mm-hmm. it really just I'm not gonna say it it changed my mind completely but it it opened my eyes a little bit I'll say that you know and it it mm-hmm. made me mm-hmm. hunger to know more you know and to mm-hmm. understand what God was what you know a relationship was spirituality you know mm-hmm. just kind of it sent me on you know kind of going down a rabbit hole of getting more knowledge and getting more understanding as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, that was a, a good turning point for me reading that. And, um, it just sent me to read other books and to just study more, more than what I was taught in church, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah, that, that kind of kickstarted me. Yeah. I love that. And I love that this book has come up again and I need to add it. I'm building a, a reading list um, for Worthy <laughs> Wild, so I need to add this to that. Yes, yes. To make a note to myself. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And so did you have a similar kind of shift uh, that Sharice did around how you care for yourself and others, you know, when you did start to embark on a deeper relationship and getting more curious about what spirituality meant for you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I started to really understand what I needed, you know, instead of being mm-hmm. kind of told what I, what I needed or told what to, what to do, how to do things, you know, kind of the tradition or um, mm-hmm. ceremonial part of things, you know, when it came to religion mm-hmm. and I wanted to, work on my physical health, my mental health, mm-hmm. my spiritual health. And in order to do that, I had to, I'll say be a little selfish, but not in a bad way. You know, um, mm-hmm. I think when, you know, some people think of being selfish, you know, you're, you're potentially neglecting other people um, to just do what you want to do. You know, I'm not talking mm-hmm. about that type of selfishness, but, but just again, growing up, in church and being in service to the church, you know, it's easy mm-hmm. to, I mean, also being an entrepreneur, having clients, people that yeah. you kind of have to, you know, you have to tend to and, and, and take mm-hmm. care of people and, um, and serve people. Um, it's so easy to overlook yourself and put yourself last and like, okay, so yeah. I'm going to get into meditation, but I never take the time to meditate, you know? So in order to, mm-hmm. um, 
if I want to work on my mental health and my spiritual growth, then I have to take time to to read, to meditate, to do those things. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I would say that opened up the door for me taking charge or taking control of my individual growth and um, mm-hmm. being intentional about it. Yeah. And I think that also trickles down to help others because I can now give my wife the best of me. I can give my kids the best of me mm-hmm. because I'm focused on making myself better in the areas that matter. Yeah. Yeah. That's so beautiful. And I see how that journey really does come together between the both of you and you're you're really on that journey together. So I love that. Mm-hmm. And then Amza, I know music is such a huge, you know, passion of yours. Mm-hmm. Has your spiritual journey changed how you even, you know, approach your craft, approach your your business and and the things that you do? Yeah. Um what I really have loved about this journey I'm on is it has opened up areas and different modalities like uh, essentially, you know, sound Mm -hmm. therapy, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. using frequencies and vibrations, you know, for um, physical, mental, emotional um, healing. Um, So it it just sparked such an interest. And I I feel like my passion for music was there not only as a creator of music, but to Mm -hmm. just understand how music moves people. And Mm -hmm. uh, the type of music that moves people. So um, as a student of sound, healing, frequencies and vibrations, um, it's Mm -hmm. used, you know, Mm -hmm. therapeutic areas and practices. But I wanted to incorporate those same theories and practices and uh, the science behind it into my music production. So Mm. when I create music, the listener can receive the same type of effects that heal mm-hmm. that these healing effects from frequencies and vibrations. So just being able to marry those wow. two and bring together what I love to do and what sound can do for people and being a student of it. Yeah, it's definitely impacted mm-hmm. my business and, and how I create. Wow. That's really special because literally on my way to the studio earlier, I turn on the radio. I'm not going to say what station it was. I'm not going to like, <laughs> not that they care what I say, but um, yeah, every time I turn it on and I have a rental car right now, long story, but I have a rental <laughs> car right now. And so I don't have all my like Bluetooth stuff set up. And so I've been listening mm-hmm. to the radio more and it's just so dark. <laughs> like, yeah, it's so yeah. dark. Yeah. And so I think it's beautiful that you're, you know, being intentional about like what frequencies you are placing into your creations and considering yeah. like, how that can contribute to, you know, folks healing, not just the creative aspect. So that's really, really encouraging, you know, to hear. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I appreciate that. Yeah. So it's been so beautiful to just hear each of your journeys, you know, on an individual basis. And I think it would be great to actually just bring it together at this point and talk more about how your journeys combine, you know, in partnership. And just to let our listeners know, I think I I was saying this to you all before we um, hit record, But I was really drawn to talk with you both specifically because I think from very early on, like even when, you know, I was singing at your wedding, you know, when you you were first starting your marriage, I I recognized that there was this very just conscious connection between the two of you. And I've been able to kind of like a fly on the wall, like watch it blossom Mm -hmm. and see you all share more about your partnership through different mediums. And again, thank you for making this one of those. So um, one thing that I wanted to kind of bring to the forefront is just the concept of spiritual partnership. And it's a concept that I learned about from Super Soul Sunday when um, (laughs) Oprah was actually talking with Gary Zukav about his book, Spiritual Partnership with His Partner. And I actually wanted to just read the definition To kind of ground the conversation a little bit, he defines spiritual partnership as partnership between equals for the purpose of spiritual growth. 
And so there's a whole book about it and he goes into a whole bunch of other things. But I think, you know, just that um, definition is really profound. And I wanted to see if that and how that resonates with the two of you when you think about your partnership with one another and just ways that that growth kind of shows up and how you relate to one another in your relationship. Yeah, no, that's good. I love that. And I love the concept too. Um, It totally resonates, totally resonates. And I think that even without, you know, formally knowing or understanding that term or phrase 15 years ago, can you believe it's been 15 years? (laughs) 15 years ago. Yeah. When we walked down the aisle, it's like, that's def. it it definitely sounds like what we've grown to. Mm -hmm. So I will say Mm -hmm. that, you know, again, going back to the roots and kind of growing up with like religious roots, it's like when it comes to marriage, we know all of the thou shall nots. (laughs) We know all the thou shall nots. (laughs) But when you come together to do life with somebody, like life is so expansive. So it's like, you've got to figure out Mm. like what, shall we do you know like what shall we do (laughs) and that's such a good point yeah one of the things that we know we have to do is continue to grow and in that growth Mm. there comes so much change and so we have been super intentional And Amzai has done a great job of it with me. I hope he feels the same way about me, but have been really intentional about giving each other the space and the freedom to grow as individual, as an individual, Mm. irregardless of what that looks like as a couple, like we, we figure it out as a couple, but we give each other the freedom to grow as Mm -hmm. individuals because like, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that if Amzai doesn't grow to his best individual self, that our relationship is going to suffer in some, Mm -hmm. you know, capacity. And so it is my sole desire for him to be, the best version of himself, especially, mm-hmm. you know, from a spiritual perspective. And then I know that I get, you know, I will reap all the benefits <laughs> of that growth, even mm-hmm. when that growth takes place at different times for us. Mm-hmm. Kind of like when he was talking about the shack, you know, mm-hmm. I read the shack and I was like on this high and it took him a minute to get on that high. But, you know, when we got on that high together, like we just floated. I love it. I love it. So, so, yeah, it definitely resonates. How, how you feel about it? <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> like, I mean, just sitting here, you know, and as we're talking about it, I'm just thinking that I would say I'm lucky that we were able to go on this journey together at the same time, you know, because a lot of people mm-hmm. don't, you know, whether, you know, one person decides to go on a different spiritual path than the spouse, you know, and that can cause friction in any relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, married or not, even with friends, you know, it can cause friction. But mm-hmm. it's really been great for us to, you know, again, like, you know, she introduced me to the shack and, you know, but that fueled curiosity and questions that I already had. But, you know, that just kickstarted it of like, mm-hmm. oh, all right, it's, it's definitely more out there. Let me let me go down this rabbit hole. But it's just been great to be on this journey together and grow into what you know the definition of a spiritual partnership is not really knowing that was the goal it was just kind of like we're in a a, a life partnership but we're also able mm-hmm. to go on us you know be spiritual partners at the same time that's that's beautiful yeah and i think yeah. also just to piggyback off of what you said like while i agree that we are definitely journeying together it's like my spiritual journey mm-hmm has shown me how to love so graciously Mm -hmm. that even Mm. if we weren't on this spiritual journey together, even if you were in a completely different space from me, like I would relish 
in seeing you be happy in whatever space Mm -hmm. you needed to be in Mm -hmm. for that season of your life. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, yes, I'm happy we can do it together. But even if there comes a point in time where you say, you know, you changed your mind and you want to, you know, Mm -hmm. now you think this or (laughs) which can very Mm -hmm. well happen. It's Mm -hmm. like I still love you so much and I still I want it all to be well with your soul. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I, I agree 100%. Mm-hmm. You know, being in a spiritual partnership to me doesn't mean that we have to do the exact same thing at the exact same time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're fortunate to be journeying together, but it's like, it's not that we're following each other's footsteps. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I say, mm-hmm. I'm going to start meditating at 4.30 in the morning. So you need to start meditating at 4.30 in the morning. No, she's not getting up at 4.30 in the morning. You know, and that's fine. You know, I find my time. She gives me space to have my personal, quiet, reflective time, meditate, Mm -hmm. affirmations. You know, I like to do all those things early in the morning before the house gets up, before the kids get up and we get on with our day. Mm -hmm. Um, She may prefer to do those midday or in the afternoon. It's like we don't have to do everything together because, again, we're journeying together, but it's still we still each have our own Mm -hmm. journey. Yeah, that's so beautiful and is such a huge part of being in that spiritual partnership is honoring one another's journey. And I love what mm-hmm. you um, said, Sharice, about loving so graciously and, um, you know, it not mattering, you know, as you both shared, whether or not it's all happening at the same time, because it's, mm-hmm. it's about your journey and mm-hmm. it'll always benefit the partnership when you are, you know, feeling grounded in your own path. And that's just so beautiful. That's really beautiful. And so can you all share some other ways that you, you know, create space for, for one another's individuality and your partnership? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. We, so many ways. <laughs> well, we have separate friends. No. <laughs> um, no, but, uh, you know, we, we definitely, um, it was one of the core values of even before we, um, got married, like we wanted to mm. honor, each other's individuality. And it's like, you know, okay, yes, the two become one relationship, but the two people don't become one person, you know, <laughs> like we just became mm-hmm. one relationship, <laughs> right. Right. Mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. one person. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, definitely asking the right questions, you know, are you having enough time? Do you need space? Um mm-hmm. Are you feeling overwhelmed? Is it something I'm doing? So, you know, we are a super duper, to a fault, maybe honest. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) With one another. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, really big about speaking our truth to each other in real time, Mm -hmm. just because we believe that that's the best and only way to grow. Mm -hmm. So, like Ems, I said, you know, he gets up early with meditation and affirmations and prayer. I do do a lot of things midday because I'm a morning person and I can get so much done in the morning that a lot of times when it comes to midday, like I need to reground and recenter. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I practice yoga and most of my yoga classes are in the middle of the day <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because it gives me that push um, for the remainder of the day. That's beautiful. But yeah, so whatever we need, we commit to speaking our needs Mm -hmm. to each other. And those needs change. Yeah. Yeah. So sometimes it looks like Mm -hmm. Amzai, I need a hotel stay away from you, you you know, (laughs) and and everybody else for a night. And he's like, okay, you know, here, here's your quiet time, you know, and that's kind of where I Mm -hmm. re up, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, when I'm by myself Mm -hmm. at that hotel. And other times mm-hmm. it may look like Amzai, you know, I'm feeling overwhelmed. Can you just come and give me a hug <laughs> until mm-hmm. I say let go? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's super important yeah. to um, respect each other's individuality. And I feel, you know, sometimes 
when it comes to, you know, religion, you know, in that regimen, it's kind of like things you had to do at a certain time, a certain day, you know, again, which is fine for growth. But then when you start going on your own journey, you do need to step out of the regimen. And sometimes it, it will look different than, you know, maybe what you've done a majority of your life. And um, mm-hmm. her respecting my growth and how I choose to practice my spirituality and me respecting hers. You know, um, I'm not big mm-hmm. into yoga, but I like it. You know, I started doing it because I'm not very mm-hmm. flexible. You know, <laughs> I can't do many of the poses, but I've gotten better. But she, you know, she introduced it to me and I do enjoy it, you know, at times. Mm-hmm. But I also like to take my shoes off and go out in the backyard and ground for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to make her do it or say she's got to do it. You know, I might tell her about it. Maybe she'll try it one day. Maybe she won't. But we can mm-hmm. respect each other's spiritual journey and, and different things that we like to do for ourselves. Because just kind of going back to what we said earlier, if we don't take care of ourselves, it's no way we can give each other our best. Mm-hmm. And, and for, yeah. you know, men out there, I think, a lot of times we think we got to just give all of us and, you know, carry so much weight on our shoulders and, you know, mm-hmm. just just be strong, you know. And mm-hmm. <laughs> while we can be strong at some point, you do need to rest, um, regenerate, mm-hmm. re-energize. And because you can't be strong if you have no strength left. So you do yeah. have to rest your mind. You do have to grow your mind and um, just as much as you grow, you know, your muscles, you know, so it's important Mm -hmm. to have that individuality to be able to give my wife and my kids the best of me. Yeah, that's beautiful and just so important. And what I love about what each of you shared around that is there's also this alongside the individuality, there's this open invitation Mm -hmm. you share with one another, there's this open invitation of, hey, maybe I'll try yoga with you or, oh, maybe I'll, mm-hmm. I'll read the shack, you know, because that sounds interesting to me. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. very much in flow, you know. And so I love that. I love that so much. And each of you talked a little bit about already kind of your routine, some of the rituals that you use to keep yourself grounded and to, you know, support you on your spiritual journey. Would you each, you know, just share kind of, I guess, your non-negotiable practices, Mm -hmm. either things you have to do every day or things you have to do every week to make sure you feel ready to show up and and be out in the world? And we can start with you, um, Sharice. Yeah, uh, so a couple. Prayer and meditation, for Mm -hmm. sure. And studying, Mm. studying prayer and meditation. And I would say studying, that's the way in whatever book I'm reading at the time, like that's the way I get the good stuff in and prayer and meditation is kind of like my way of letting go. So Mm. it's just the cycle of those three things. I think I have to have the Mm. other things, you know, if I miss a week, (laughs) Or two, you know, because I'm on vacation mm-hmm. or just um, not doing a great job for those two weeks, <laughs> I'll be okay. But I definitely need those three. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. I love all of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Amzai? Yeah, for me, it's, um, you know, also, you know, meditating every morning. Affirmations. I'm big on affirmations. Um, I literally have, mm-hmm. you know, different screens in my office <laughs> at home. And I've created mm-hmm. graphics that have affirmations that show all day. They just cycle all day. Oh, wow. If I just look to my right, I'll see a screen that has a, a positive affirmation on it. Um, mm-hmm. Because sometimes you just never know when you need a reminder, you know, when, you, when you're tired or mm-hmm. when you know, you're dealing with something heavy, you know, you just need something to pick you up. So that visual is helpful. So affirmations are big. Mm-hmm. And I I love to exercise Mm -hmm. because and I look at exercise not only as a physical practice, but also as a spiritual practice because um, the breath work involved in it, you know, breathing, Mm -hmm. you know, similarly with with yoga. And when I started doing yoga with her, 
I really got to understand one, I was breathing all wrong as all the years I've been exercising. You know, I was <laughs> I wasn't really focusing on breath. It was more trying to focus on pushing the weight, you know, than mm-hmm. the breathing behind it. But it is very much a, a spiritual practice because the breath is the first thing we have when we come into this world and the last thing mm-hmm. we let go when we leave. So it's so yeah. important. And um, you know, so doing that daily. Um, whether it's a, a physical exercise or at least getting out for a walk in nature, you know, something like that. Um, those are like, you know, everyday practices that I, I have been intentional about making time to do, you know, daily, even before mm-hmm. I start my work day with clients and stuff like that. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that. I also learned that I was breathing incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> After I started learning more about breath work and, you know, mm-hmm. other modalities, I was like, have I really been breathing ever? Like, was I right. ever truly breathing, you know? <laughs> you know, so I can very much, I can very much relate to that. I can very yeah. much relate to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Thank you for sharing those practices, both of you. And, you know, I always tell listeners, I always hope that, folks hear something and they're just like, oh, that really resonates with me. Just hearing about what others are doing, you know? Yeah. And I know that that's happened to me multiple times and just listening. So um, <laughs> I appreciate that. And yeah. yeah, so our our final question here is kind of a retrospective one. And I want to pose this to each of you, but knowing what you know now about your spiritual journey, what advice would you give your younger self knowing what you know today? And feel free, whoever wants to jump in. I would tell my younger self that while the spiritual journey is one of progression, be prepared for the grievances. Mm. Um, because, you know, it the journey consists of so much unlearning. Um, it consists of mm. having to grieve the loss of community um, or maybe some people who don't understand or aren't ready or willing to accept you as you change. Um, Mm. But that, you know, through the grievances, there is peace, you know, and through the grievances, Mm. there is liberty and trust, continue to trust in the love that abounds. Yeah. That is so beautiful. I'm so glad you brought that up because, you know, I never want people to think that any of this is ever about just rose colored glasses walking through life Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. nothing ever feeling, you know, sticky or uncomfortable. So thank you for, for sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, You know, for me, I would tell my younger self and even my younger self in my mid twenties, not even saying like as a kid, but mm-hmm. just find the information that you're seeking, go after the knowledge that you're seeking. You don't have to wait for anyone to tell you what to believe or how to practice spirituality. You know, it's, there isn't mm-hmm. a, rule book for your spiritual journey, you know, Yeah. but the knowledge and the information is, is, is so much out there and to, and to go find it because I always had the questions. I always had the curiosity, but I would, I I would just wait for, for an answer versus Mm -hmm. trying to go find it, uh, waiting for something to resonate with me. But just go find it. I'm just telling myself, go find it because it's out there and it's a beautiful journey. Um, Just like Cherie said, you know, you will have to unlearn some things, but it is a beautiful journey uh, when you can tap in and really be connected, you know, spiritually. Yeah. And that's Mm -hmm. such a good way to to end this conversation. I am so inspired by you both just to say, you know. And I'm so grateful that you graced, you know, your, your energy, your beautiful energy and your beautiful partnership on the podcast. So thank you again for doing this. And I just have one, of course, of (laughs) course, 
And I just have one other thing I want to toss to you all. I want each of you, I just want to make sure you share anything that you want listeners to know about that you're working on that's available to them. Uh, feel free to just share whatever you have going on. Um, I'm working on me. <laughs> I'm working on me <laughs> all the Love time. It. You know, I, you know, I, um, I don't want to share anything about me, Shelby. I want the people to know about you. I want them to, to, (laughs) to, I want them to know your stuff and follow your stuff and look for your stuff. I mean, you're doing the world a a favor. Like you're doing the world a favor with your work and we appreciate you for that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, for sure. It's funny because I was thinking the same thing. Like, you know, it's, I would love for the world to to hear your voice, you know, (laughs) and I'm, Honored to have been able to work with you in the past, and you know maybe there's some more songs in your, in your <laughs> notebook yes! over there that we can yes, rekindle that uh, that magic. But um, the, yeah, can I hear you? There may be. I I've been I've been dabbling a little bit here and there, um, okay, okay. so we'll see what we'll see what sees the light of day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but look, we're just yeah, we'll we're just see. honored to to be on the on the podcast. Um, we love what you do, and um, thank you, you know, so we're fans, much. We're followers, we're friends, and um, yeah, yeah, just just wishing you all the best, and, and to every listener out there, um, we hope that you all are able to take something away from what we said, and um, we're just thank thankful you. for the opportunity to share. Thank you so much. You two are just. <laughs> <laughs> so incredible. Oh my gosh. Just, oh my gosh, my heart. <laughs> Thank you so much. And for our listeners, since they wouldn't share what they're working on, you can go to the show notes <laughs> and we're going to, we're going to link, you know, all their profiles and, and all the things there. So please be sure to check it out in the show notes. But yes, Thank you again. And yeah, Thank I'm so you. grateful for you too. I know, you know, folks are going to be inspired by this conversation as I was. And yeah, just wishing you both lots of love and light as you continue on in your journeys. Thank you. Same. Thank you so Thank much. You, Same to you. Yes. Thank you. All right. All right. Talk to you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening to my spiritual friends from Worthy Well. If you enjoyed the conversation, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Shelby Renee Giles. And to check out Worthy Well's latest events and offerings, visit our website at worthywell.co. Until next time, journey well.